Welcome back, guys, gals, and non-binary pals to another episode of Dick Rogers Space Detective. I'm Joanna, and I'm here with my nerd compatriots Daniel and Mike to talk a little bit about the show. Today we are presenting a fan favorite, Dick Rogers and the Case of the Green Ghost. Yeah, this is a blatant knockoff of Scooby-Doo and was clearly pandering to fans, and it worked. Well, you know what they say. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. That mediocrity can pay to greatness. Wait, what? That's the whole quote. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness. Oscar Wilde. Huh. That really changes the whole vibe of the quote, doesn't it? Ooh, do you think the writers ever did an importance of being earnest-inspired show? Well, considering how many shows we found that really seem to rip off other popular stories and media, I think it's entirely possible. Okay, that is a dream for another day. But now let's get back to the show at hand. This was also a fun one for us to record. And Daniel, it would not have been the same without your voice acting skills. Aw, gee, thanks so much for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get right into the adventure. Mike, roll the tape. Tape. Tape? Hey, what's shaking out there in Radioland? Let me give you the skinny on tonight's show. Dick Rogers, along with his friends, Craggy and Vela, and their faithful companion, Robopup, have taken a break from detective work to vacation on the trash planet Lee Show. Recent archaeological digs rediscovered dumps preserved beneath 50 feet of mud and slime creating a time capsule of old-time Earth. Mr. Calamitous Jinx, a brilliant entrepreneur, had the gumption and the equity to unearth and reimagine Lee Show as a planet-sized museum gift shop of old-time Earth. Dick, I don't understand exactly why you wanted to visit this place. All the old jalopies and cold, damp weather don't exactly make for the most exciting vacation spot. Yeah, man. And are there, like, even any good places to eat around here? According to my digital map download, there are exactly 420 restaurants on this planet. They're extreme vintage cars, Vela. Made before cars could fly. I mean, think about how limiting it had to be. Just following predetermined lines on the ground? It had to take forever to get anywhere. And yes, Craggy, we'll find some place to eat. But I thought you were excited to explore some of those older garbage shops, too. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping to find one of those electro lamps they filled with, like, lava. (laughs) Craggy, you know that wasn't real lava, right? It was only wax mixed with carbon tetrachloride for density. The heat of the old electrobulbs warms the wax, creating a basic convection current, causing the heated molecule to rise to the top of the lamp, cool, and fall back down again, beginning the process anew. Oh. Vela, you're the only person I know who can astound us with the wonders of science while also taking the wonder out of the entire universe. Science is wondrous, Dick. In fact, the only reason any of these items are available for us to see is because of this awful atmosphere. The cool, damp atmosphere created the mud that these artifacts were buried in, resulting in remarkable preservation of millions of items. Well, I don't really care where we are, as long as we can get some snacks. I'm hungry. Approximately 52 of the 420 restaurants serve snacks. How many serve brownies? 
according to my scan. Oh, wow! Look at that shop! Let's check it out. Then, uh, then I'll promise we'll get you something to eat, Craggy. Bark, bark, bark. And yes, we'll get you some delicious aged ram. Right on. The gang entered the shop and were immediately struck by the spooky vibes the whole place gave off. Incense burned, barely lighting up the recessed corners of the room as their eyes adjusted to the dim light put out by the inefficient incandescent bulbs, objects began to appear as if by magic. Some items they recognized from watching History Hollows, but others may as well have been entirely alien, detached as they were from that ancient earth. Look, a magnifying glass. How annoying it must have been before auto-zoom lenses were invented. Imagine looking for clues with such basic tech. Far out. They have calculators in the back. I'm going to see if any still work. As the fellas looked around, they didn't even hear the shopkeeper approach. Can I help you? The name's Katie Clausen, purveyor of antiquities and owner of this shop. Uh, hey man, do you have any, like, lava lamps, man? First, Mr. Clausen, sir, I'm wondering if you happen to have any ink pens? And I'm sure it's too much to dream that any bound tree paper was found and survived. Ah, a man who knows his history. Novel way of storing thoughts, don't you think? Writing notes on such a rare and valuable thing, tree paper. Well, we know it wasn't rare then, but still. I'm afraid I have no notebooks, but pens I have quite a selection. And I do have a delightful artifact I think you'll enjoy. They're called the Traper Caper. Suddenly, screams were heard from the back room of the shop, followed by loud crashes. The boys were pretty freaked out, but followed the shopkeeper as he hobbled back the way Vela had headed earlier. They entered a room in shambles. Glass and plastic strewn about, stunned faces of the patrons, and one young alien being revived by Vela. What happened? It looks like you were hit on the head by this weapon. Actually, that's a toy. It's called a jart, or lawn dart. Wouldn't that be like a lart, then? <laughs> Not now, Craigie. Can you tell me, what's the last thing you remember before waking up on the floor? Oh, it was awful. A green, glowing, scary ghost. It was knocking things off shelves and made spooky noises. And then it tried to grab me, but I stepped back and bumped the shelf. And that's the last thing I remember. Oh dear, this is the third time this week that dratted ghost has appeared. It's scaring my customers and ruining my inventory. How frightening, but also intriguing. Wait, wait, now stop moving everyone. We could be messing with vital clues. Oh, if only there was a space detective here who could help us. As it happens, sir, my friends and I do a little detecting every now and then. Uh, now, now, I'm sure there's no need. It's probably nothing. But, like, they were pretty sure it was something, man. 
And so the group got to work, super stoked to be doing what they love and investigating the scene of the crime. Look closely at any broken items. They may contain clues. Hey, Dick, look at this, man. Somebody 3D printed the save logo from our holopads. I didn't think they had that kind of tech back then. Craigie, that's an artifact. I believe it was used as a memory storage device. They were called floppy disks because they were floppy. Well, I certainly don't sell those. Not my area of expertise. I think we just found our first clue. Robopup, take a sniff. Do you think you could trace its digital scent? Digital part of agreement. Excuse me, Mr. Detective. Oh, I can't believe I didn't realize it right away, but I believe the ghost has taken my friend Dahlia. I've looked everywhere, and she isn't here. And look, she left her purse, and she would never do that. With that realization, the team knew they had to act quickly, not only to solve the case, but to find the missing girl. We'll get back to the mystery at hand shortly, but first, we gotta earn our bread, man. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, man. Come on in. Have a seat. Here you go. <laughs> hey, thanks, dude. That's some super cool tunes you're playing there. Yeah, man, it's pretty groovy. Some guy recorded all these whales underwater, and like now we get to hear their majestic tunes. This record is called Songs of the Humpback. <laughs> Humpback. Yeah. Uh, uh, but what are they selling, man? Dude, I, I don't think whales have pockets, man. So, like, they probably just give away everything for free. Because where would they even keep their money? Whoa. So, like, the ocean is just one big commune. Oh, I can yeah. dig that. <laughs> Peace, love, and flippity flapping fins, man. <laughs> Groovy. Uh, so, why do the whales care about making money if, if they don't have any pockets and they get everything for free? What, man? I, I, I don't speak whales, so I, I don't know what they're saying, but I doubt they worry about that kind of thing. Isn't this a commercial break? <laughs> well, folks, that's been a word from our newest sponsor, uh, SeaWorld. And now, back to the show. Uh, Robopup tracked the digital scent to a real seedy-looking joint. A house of cards made of corrugated tin. A giant sign stating Vezo's variety hung precariously over the door. Oh, Robopup, are you sure this is the spot? It's, like, super spooky. Yes, I have accurately tracked the digital scent. All right, let's get to it. There's a missing girl to find. And it's been, like, hours since we've eaten. What is all this stuff? Zalba! This is like a graveyard for vintage technology. Holy smokes, is that Shaky the Robot? This is one of the first robots ever created. Look, Robopup, this is like your great, 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 great granddog. 
Hello, great, 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 grand dog. I am pleased to meet you. Oh, great. We're going to be here a while. Excuse me. Please didn't touch me equipment. And that bot is not for sale. Are you the owner of the shop, Vaso? How much for this IBM 5100? It's hilariously old school. It would be a total gas to show my friends. How much? Yes, unfortunately, I'm Vaso. And that ain't for sale either. In fact, nothing's for sale today. I thought this place was like one giant gift shop. What are you even doing here, man? Bah! Gift shop. That was his doing. I wanted a place devoted to the past, to exploration of people and how they lived. Not some grandiose spectacle made to make a buck at the expense of learning. Are you talking about Calamitous Jenks? I thought he was the sole investor in this whole project. At least that's what the advert said. That rat even edited the documentaries and turned them into ads. No, it was no calamitous idea. It was mine. And the capital to dig up all this stuff? Mine. But as soon as it was done, calamitous had me removed from the board. Said I was limiting the growth of the company. Hmm. Well, sir, I'm sorry to hear that. But we need your help. Do you have something that will run this floppy disk? Where did you get that? We traced this disc from the scene of a crime, and we need to know what's on it. I got nothing that I'll work on, sorry. Now, if you don't mind, I'm closing for lunch. Look here, man. It's, like, way past lunchtime. So how about you help us out so we can at least get something to eat by dinner? Over here, boys. I found a computer machine that will take that disc. Now, look here. I didn't know who you think you are, but I'm not gonna just let you all touch my stuff and... Sir... We are on the case tracking a haunting and a missing person, and right now all signs point to you. So unless you start acting a little more friendly, we're going to have a problem. This is a total trip. I can't believe all this stuff still works. They met him better back then, didn't they? Okay, this disc contains some kind of internal graphics program. Let's see if I can get it running. What in the world? It looks like half a floating blob. Doinks! That blob looks an awful lot like that creepy ghost, man! That's it! It looks so strange because it's only part of multiple 3D programs. Excuse me, sir. I need to look at your inventory and recent sales. Fine. The sooner you leave me to my things, the better. Sauba! Look at this! See this purchase? KTC. I knew it! Can you tell me where the... Motor Menagerie is? We need to get there right now. Jeepers Creepers. Has our team solved the case? Find out right after this message from our sponsor. Hola, amigos. No se pierdan esta oportunidad de llamarle hey, man. Come back in. We got a little time. Here. I brought some fresh baked cookies. Oh, nice. Whoa. I just realized 
We bake cookies, but we cook bacon. <laughs> I know, and it's like, just tell us what you want us to do. Yeah. Cook or bake. <laughs> I know, okay, hear me out. Why do we call oranges oranges, but we don't call limes greens? Yeah, okay, in this. Lasagna? It's just spaghetti-flavored cake, right? <laughs> so stop on down to Roberto's Food Store on 5th and Main for all your grocery needs. Okay, uh, yeah, um, where were we? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. After reviewing all the records at Vase's Variety, we rejoined these hippies at a second location, the as-of-yet-unopened Motor Menagerie Gift Shop, an airplane hangar filled with the most fantastic vintage makes and models scattered haphazardly throughout. Whoa! Look at all those wooden side panels! Oh, man, is that a Ford Pinto? Those things were super deadly. This place is amazing. And like, wow, look at that one over there. That groovy blue and green thing. They called them vans for some reason that is lost to history. Suddenly, the lights began flickering and a freaky deaky green haze began to fill the room. What's happening, man? Okay, Philip, this place is cool. But Craig has an excellent question. What's going on? Bella? Bella, where are you? The monster got her too, man. Hello. Come on, RoboPup. Let's get out of here. Emphatic robotic sounds of agreement. Stop right there. We are not leaving quite yet. Let's split up and we'll find her soon enough. You two head left and I'll head right and we'll meet together on the other side. Okay, like, right now I'm super glad I didn't eat lunch, or I'd be losing it anyway. And without so much as a C on the flip side, Dick's form slowly disappeared into the green haze. Vela, are you over here? Oh, what about under this truck? No. How about behind this old station wagon? Oh, RoboPup, why can't you just track her? You know my reprogrammed parameters no longer allow me to track carbon-based life forms. Yeah, that's probably a good thing, man. Oh, RoboPup, is that like your stomach or mine? I do not have a stomach. However, I could go for some robo-snacks right now. Oh, that's it, pup! Like... You can smell your electro-food snacks, right? Affirmative, as they are small bits of contained nuclear waste treats used in energizing my system. Well, start sniffing, man. Bella always carries a few with her just in case you need to refuel. Oh, this part of the hangar's way darker. Uh, And do you see that? Suddenly, a giant green ghost swooped down from above. Bella stands right below. Hey, Bella! Watch out! The ghost is gonna get you! Oh, no! Don't worry, boys. This is no astral projection. It's digital projection. Hmm? Look, 
By combining these old IMAX movie projectors, the scheming mastermind behind this haunting was able to simulate specters. See what happens when I unplug this cord? Like, thanks for saving us, Vela. You two were never in any real trouble. This whole scheme was concocted by none other than K.T.C. I thought those initials in the books at Vasso's Variety sounded familiar. And sure enough, look behind this door. That's right. It's none other than Kim Taj Clausen. As Vela made a reveal, Dick stepped out from the shadows with Vaso trailing right behind. K.T.? Why? Vela, you're brilliant. Believe it or not, there's more. Dick, take a look at our suspect up close. What's this? A mask! Hmm? Let me just yank this off. Why, it's Calamitous Jinx! K.T. Clausen was an anagram. What? What's an anagram? Yeah? I can't believe this. Why? Why did you steal this idea from me only to cause all this ruckus? Why, sales, of course. Sure, it was your idea and your initial investment, but I was the one to turn it into reality. Your vision wasn't grand enough. We needed more people buying more items. All this cutesy retro stuff won't cut it. We needed shock and sensation. You had to keep up the KT persona so Vesa wouldn't suspect anything as you were buying out his inventory. Mm. Well, you've been found out now, Calamitous. And what's more... We've recorded your whole speech in stunning Anaglyph 3D, and we'll be playing it back for the board. They're sure to reinstate Vaso's president. Oh, you kids better watch out. You haven't seen the last of me on this planet. I would have gotten away with this whole plan if it weren't for you pesky, meddling space detectives. Robopup, secure this evildoer and hold him until we can gather the board of this planet. Bark of agreement. Thank you so much. Now I can return this place to what I envisioned. A place of learning with marginal profits and a groovy atmosphere. Yeah. How will I ever repay you? Actually, would you consider parting with a certain vehicle? We are in need of a new space car and you have a rather intriguing blue and green one that caught our eye. You mean the one with the orange flowers all over it? Well, sure, but I'll tell you now, we can't figure out a make or model, so it's a real mystery what it is. It's like a real mysterious machine, man. We can dig it. Case A, closed. Case B, unsolved. Oh, oh no! no! The, the missing, missing girl! girl! Oh, no. Like, could we get a bite to eat first? I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Will the gang find their missing girl? Find out next on next week's Far Out Adventure as our intrepid team scours the planet in their new retrofitted vehicle, the Conundrum Car. Catch you on the flip side. I almost forgot. This was the episode where the announcer could not keep things together for the ad breaks. Yeah, this is one where we were able to pull some of the original sound from the episode, but... All that was usable was that ad in Spanish, which, thanks to the U.S. education system, none of us hablo well enough to understand. You know, that announcer did really bring up some good points, though. Daniel, what were you doing when you stepped outside while we were listening to the show? (coughs) Nothing, just uh, getting a breath of fresh air. You know, these sound booths can get so stuffy. (coughs) 
<clears throat> right. Well, I think it's best we wrap this thing up. You two want to hit them with the handles? Okay, yeah. Hey, you guys ever wonder why they call them handles when there isn't anything to grab? Uh, Mike, you want to uh, take over? <laughs> now? Right. We're on Facebook at Dick Rogers Pod, on Instagram at Dick Rogers Space Detective, and Twitter at Rogers Space. You can join us nerds on Patreon at patreon.com slash space underscore detective. And make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I listen to our podcast in the tub, but I don't know how to subscribe to that. This episode's nerds are Wendy Wilward as Joanna, Robopup, Alien, and Face OT. Logan Wright as Daniel and Craggy. Michael Storm as Mike Nutley. Angela Ventress as Vela. Nicholas Johnson as Announcer. Emily Anderson as Dick Rogers, and Jessica DeMaria as K.T. Clausen slash Calamitous Jenks and Friend. Dick Rogers in the Case of the Green Ghost was written by Angela Ventress. Sound design by Michael Storm. Music by Nicholas Johnson. Audio editing by Nicholas Johnson.